Grow Great is a city government leadership podcast with Lisa Norris and me, Randy Cantrell. Each week we share insights, experiences, and wisdom to help you and your leadership grow great. Our website is growgreat.com. So my wife Rhonda tells me the other day, I mean, who does this? Who, who has a, a calendar hanging in their house anymore? But she writes notes on my stuff. mom. Does. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, you're old when you, <laughs> when you, have, when you a, have a calendar with your yeah, notes on it. <laughs> yeah. When you're hanging a calendar with, with notes. And so Rhonda says, you know, can you find me a, get me a calendar or something so I can, I can write stuff down. Now, I mean, who doesn't use their phone? I, you know, I live. You know I, who? Rhonda. Rhonda, Pantrell. exactly. <laughs> so I get her this. I get her. It's supposed to come, you know, any day now. I get her. I just found some flat planner. I don't even know if you can find calendars anymore that you hang on a wall. Maybe Randy, you can. Randy, we have one at City of Grand Prairie. They publish one every year. Oh, well, it's really cool. Should. I need you. Well, okay. Well, I need I'll get to, you one. I need to get one of those. It's really pretty. They do look great photos. So I got, so I get her this planner, but it speaks to the point of, okay, now is, so here we are in December. Uh, and you've probably done this. I know you've already done this. Everybody listening, you've already done this in your organization, but just as far as your personal leadership goals, and as you're thinking about entering a new year, not that there's anything magical about a new year, because we can do this anytime. Mm-hmm. We do know that intellectually, and yet we still get this high motivation as we enter a new year to whether it's to resolve that we're going to do something different, lose weight, yeah, work what, out, whatever. <laughs> so as we're entering December, any things that any things that you do that you might think could be helpful to share with folks. I mean, as you're entering a new year, what, what do you do anything? Formal or informal when it comes to? I would, you know, if you're talking in personal, no. In personal life, um, for me, I just kind of, you know, I I take, Don and I, of course, no. Yeah, we just take a day as it comes. And now that we've achieved the house and stuff. So one thing I can tell you, Don and I are planning what's next with the house. So we yesterday, we, we know we want the garden by March. So we have to start now yeah. in getting the supplies and materials because, I now have the mortgage, you know, we're a one income house. So we have yep. to plan for those things and, yeah. and a little at a time, get them ready. So we're talking about the garden. We need a fence for the dogs. Uh, they run the land, but we need a, we need a safe space. I can just let them out the back door right. and they can chill as dogs. We right. don't have that yet. How big is so, this garden going to be, by the way? Um, I, um, I don't have the layout yet. We're, we have a community garden that did um, those, what are they called? Those um, concrete pieces that have the two holes. I forgot what they're called. They're a big lo- like rectangle, like 24 inches by 12 inches. Well, I'm, listen, I'm a city guy. You're asking the oh, wrong guy. I, I have no clue. Well, they're used all the time. And even in houses, they put them in like in cellars and stuff and build the walls with them. And I can't remember what they're called now. Oh, anyway. cinder blocks. Cinder blocks. There you go. Oh, well, See, even, even a city a, guy knows that. Yeah, well, I'm- <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking something garden related. I'm no, like, no, yeah. Well, you holes, use these. What? You use these for the walls of the garden because they're concrete. They will last forever. Yeah, they yeah. have the holes, so you can plant herbs 
in each of the holes upright and the middle of the oh, garden. So they're they're really great for doing onions. Yeah, you do okay. onions in each hole, okay. herbs in each hole, and then they keep them very separate. Let me reframe the question. So what are you going to grow in this garden? So the in the garden, we're going to we want to be kind of self-sustainable for most. So it'll be our onions, tomatoes, uh probably lettuce, cantaloupe, um you know, different seasons. You can do potatoes, yeah, right. green beans, snap peas. Yeah. Um Super. So we're going to have probably long term four to six beds because yeah. like watermelons have to have their own. Right. Because right. they spread and they're big. Yeah. Um, tomatoes have to have their own because they'll take over everything. But just doing our peppers and stuff, jalapenos, cilantro, um, stuff that I use every day. Look and so we're going to have probably four to six beds long term. And the beds are probably you need to plant some okra for me. Oh, you and Don, uh, what is up with the okra? It's horrible. It is terrible. I've never fried. had good okra. I hate. I hate it. Other anything other than fried. You and Don, fried okra okay. is great. We'll get. We'll we'll grow okra for you. Well, and me, Don, and Don okay? need, me and Don. <laughs> me and Don. Me and Don need some. Fried Randy o- now has his request in. <laughs> yeah, me and Don need some fried okra. Well, I, it was yeah. it was grossly omitted from your list. That's it, what uh, caught my attention. because it is gross. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, anyway, our garden. So, so they're going to be, the beds are like, I don't know. They're probably well, this eight isn't feet long be, by five you know, feet wide. This isn't going to be your big. typical suburban garden because you guys have a lot of acres. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But we just well, want good. it sustainable. Like the deer is our, yeah. our meat. Um, Don, but you got to plan this. You got to map out kind of where you want to put stuff. And yeah, so you have to have water to get to it. We only have, you know, you can't just go willy nilly and throw some seeds out there. That's and, right. That's right. So, so we're, you know, when you say planning, we are planning the what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'd like to get a fire pit. So Don's working on a fire pit, pit and a plit. He's working yeah, on a plit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Rhonda wants one of those too. And so, and he's got our walkway. He's our neighbors that have been so helpful. Have a bunch of huge stones, like two foot by three foot, heavy hundred pound stones that are yeah. going to line the either the fire pit itself or the walkway. And he's going to pour gravel in. So lots of projects because he's up there during the week to work yeah. on. Yeah. Um. So so when you're talking about that, those are the things we plan in life. Now at work. This is the time of year because we just entered a new fiscal year in October and we're entering a new calendar year in January that we do start setting goals as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now with my directors, in fact, one of them yesterday had not heard of SMART goals and the SMART goals, uh, I, I kind of talked to him about how to set those to make sure they're attainable and timely and relevant. SMART and all goals that as opposed to dumb goals or <laughs> SMART <laughs> goals. It's an acronym that sounds that stands for specific measurable, attainable, timely, and relevant, except that I spelled it wrong. Yeah. Relevant but, <laughs> and timely. Yeah. But you know, relevant and timely and, and it's super easy. Yeah. Like we're going to achieve, we're going to build a garden first bed of the garden by March right. in order to plant blah, 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 blah. So it's relevant, timely. It just kind of helps you establish goals that are attainable. But anyway, that's that is the time of year, and we're doing that with our teams as we speak now. Well, and you're still in your new role, so any any your personal leadership. I mean, I, right now, I'm just you know right now when you talk about my personal uh, the change in um, work is really you talk boy you talk about our leadership recipe. I am applying that heavily. You talked about the dosages. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to have heavy doses of different things. Yep. Right now my heavy dose is 
I want humility. I do not know. I do not know their business. I do not uh, right. tout that I know their business. I've explained I'm going to be very uh, naively curious. And I have asked, I said, I know I've got dumb questions, which they all say there's no dumb questions. They're, they've been great. Um, but they're sent, they've done tours of facilities, tours of the airport, um, of fleet, their, their south and north shops. Um, and just ask questions on layout and what their business is and how do we do generators and are we weather ready for ice and how do y'all prep for that? I mean, it's just right. a lot of knowledge so that I, one, can support them and two, can share with the city manager's office uh, as our team in our team weekly meetings of here's what we're doing as a team for, you know, my team. Um, so that's just it's just a lot of learning right now, uh, knowledge and understanding so that I can better support them. Compassion, I'm sure, will come later because right now I'm just so heavy in the curiosity to gain the knowledge I need to understand their business, right? Sure, sure. Well, it, it, like I said, at this time of year, projecting to the future and looking at the future and planning for it and figuring out those things that you may want to shore up as a leader it might be smart, especially during some periods of decompression, which this tends to be that time in this space. Uh, it's abnormal for me because I grew up in the retailing space and from mid-October to mid-January, it was full steam ahead, no time off, no time to breathe, and thankfully, in most city government, this is a time when things are kind of winding down. People mm -hmm. are kind of catching their breath. And during those moments of respite, I've just found it can be a good time to kind of contemplate the things that we, we might want to make a focal point mm -hmm. moving forward once we kind of get back into it. My metaphor for life hitting us in the face is, for some reason, is next Tuesday. You know, we go to a seminar, we read a book, we get all amped up about something, and then next Tuesday happens. And next Tuesday is just life, ordinary life just hits us in the face, and all of a sudden, well, there goes the plans. Um, <laughs> you know, so Rhonda keeps this calendar, and the main reason she does it is because with the grandkids and all the stinking activities that grandkids age 8 to 16 – get involved in, I mean, there's so many sports. It's like, you know, could we play another sport? How about we, how about we took a season off? Could we just take a break? Yeah. Uh, but there's so many games and stuff and that's, that's invariably what is going to be on this calendar. So in some cases, it's not so much planning, except it is, it's planning to not miss certain things. Mm -hmm. So if you think about that, and we'll put a bow on it with this part of the conversation, but as you approach 2024, by the time you get to the end of 2024, what do you want to make sure you haven't missed? Anything come to mind? Um, I don't, for me, it's not what I've missed. It's, um, what, what have, what have I done? And I'm going to go back to personal and, and, and work one by the end of 2024, I want to have the simple things, a garden, 
where Don and I can begin learning and growing our own things to get to the sustainability, which is where we want to be in three years. We want to be sustainable for ourselves. So to continue that work uh, and to obviously a fence for the dogs so that we are not, they are not having to be in the house all the time. They have a place to run that's safe for them. Um, besides the, you know, we have a huge outdoor dog run, but that is a big, huge square. It's not really running space. So yeah. it's some freedom for them. Those are the two things in personal that we'd like to continue working toward. Um, second, and in work, by the end of 2024, I want to have known and really gotten to know my four departments now and the people in there and have made it start making the difference. In other words, what are their needs? What do we need to improve upon? And how can I help them and the leaders get there where they feel a sense of success and trust in not only what I do, but me and them, because it is about them and their success. Thanks for watching and listening to Grow Great, a city government leadership podcast. For Lisa Norris, I'm Randy Cantrell. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com.